This story comes out of Dexerto and was written by Bill Cooney. A male League of Legends player spent $22,000 on a female companion he found to play with him through an app. But after she refused to go on a date with him, he sued to get the money back. According to Gangzu Daily on Weibo, the man they call Zhao Jun spent the equivalent of $22,000 American, so it's around like 30, 35 grand Australian, on in-app fees and gifts for the female league player for hire named Zhao Mi. From November 19th to April 2020, Jun paid over 72,400 won, more than $11,000 in fees, just through the app alone to play with her. And in February 2020, he apparently tried to bump it up a notch by asking for a date. <laughs> Zhao Mi refused, <laughs> but Jun is obviously a man who lets his money do the talking for him. So instead of taking no for an answer, he just went out and spent another $11,425 on watches, cosmetics, and etc. and sent them to her. So he literally mailed them to her address. Uh, things reached a boiling point when Jun got in-game friends and fans in, in League of Legends to call me his wife while they were playing together. This seemed to be the last straw for me, and she decided to terminate the play services she was providing through the app. Upset at spending over $22,000 on a woman who obviously had no interest other than making money by playing league with him, Jun took his broken heart to the Zaltang <laughs> Yuhu District People's Court and sued me for unjust enrichment to try and get all of the money back. So yeah, as you can probably tell, that story comes out of China. Oh, oh, oh it came yeah. out of China. Yes, it certainly did. Um, yeah, wow. Yeah, wow. Well, Sam, Sam, what do you have to say about this? It's fucked. It just, okay, this dude <laughs> screams toxic masculinity. <laughs> like, to a degree. If you don't know what toxic masculinity is, go Google it. I'm not explaining it to another human being. Um, yeah, that's yeah, just toxic man. Fuck him. You owe like, me a date because I paid you yeah. all this money. I'm technically your boss. You have to date me. It's like workplace harassment, but yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> over the over the interwebs. Yeah, this this guy is the is the ultimate simp <laughs> because he's he's just throwing money at this at this um, woman, right? And he's using it as. He's trying to use it to change the re the arrangement of their service from um, just playing with a girl and, and social companionship, I'd say, is what she is offering on the table. And he clearly wants to take it to an emotional, sexual thing. Um, she clearly was on the outset pretty upfront with her services and what she was offering. So hopefully his lawsuit fails, but I don't know. I don't oh, know no. the full facts if, of the if... case and how that's going to fly. It was thrown out of court immediately. Oh, okay, yeah. excellent. The, the, the judge wasn't having any of it. Oh, they they basically fuck. said, like, use like the contract of the apps states, you know, this is yeah. the services that she's providing. There's no other implied services or exactly. anything like that. There, so, mate. Yeah. If you wanna, if you want an escort or like engage with an escort service, don't go to you know a, a female gamer companion. Like, like yeah. I don't know. Use some of that money to get some education about how the world works around you and then start engaging with the services that you're meant to be engaging in. Can we also just talk about how insane it is that there is an app where you can hire an e-girl 
to play games online with you. People get My lonely. God. People get lonely. Yeah, no, you're right. I guess COVID too, it's probably killing it right now. Far out. Yeah. Yeah, that that's true. Um, I would say probably one of the symptoms of this is that those escort agencies that I was talking about one before, the they're probably not too, you know, they're not really able to do too much in the physical space in any case. So companionship mm. is really all you can really get in most countries while there are still, you know, outbreaks and quarantines and things going on. So it it is an interesting space. So and and I do I do to a certain point I do to a certain point wonder um whether or not um the entire nature of that companion service that she is offering is to take advantage of lonely sad men. Um and he tried to get it to that final area to bridge that gap with where it is, you know, where it is they're tapping into and exploiting that sort of market where they would likely want to go. Um, I think she's completely within her rights because you put out your service and you make it quite clear on the outset, this is what I'm offering, this is what I'm going to give you, service done, contract managed. I'm just, I just am also aware that, you know, there's, there are certain industries and areas where this will be more likely to see these sort of problems come out of. Well, I'm just glad to know Zhao Jun spent $22,000 on this chick and she got all this stuff and and he, he got nothing that he wanted out of it in the end. Suck shit to this guy. Oh. Plus all the money he probably had to spend taking it to court as well too. Suck Oh, definitely. Shit. Like, the guy's a dickhead. Hello and welcome to News to Reviews, your place to be for gaming news stories and also your place to be for impressions on the latest games coming out each and every week. Oh, there's no games coming out right now though, I need to think of a new opener for when there's no games coming out. But hey, we've got plenty of good news to get to. My name is Zach and I'm here with my awesome co-host that I'm here every week with. As always, happy to be here, Zach. I'm X-Men, Days of Future Past. <laughs> well, it's not nice to see you again, X-Men. <laughs> Say the full name. Days of Future Past. <laughs> Thank you. It's just a respect thing, like, you know, I... You know, if I introduce myself a certain way, I do hope that people try to at least reciprocate. Can I just refer to you by your last name, which would be Future Past, I guess? Well, uh, look, I mean, that's really more of a middle name. I'm the 2014 film of X-Men, Days of Future Past. I'd say, if you want to address me by my last name, I'd say 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 2014. <laughs> Mr. 2014. Uh, oh, well, we're lucky enough, Mr. 2014, to be joined by someone who... I don't know, probably doesn't wish it was 2014 anymore. <laughs> We're joined by the salacious Sam. <laughs> oh, okay. How's it going, Sam? Oh, yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks for joining us. How's your week been? My week's been good. That's good. Yeah. How about you, Mr. 2014? How's your week been? I'm getting to a point where I'm predicting a lot of things accurately. Oh. I'm, 
and it's starting to get spooky. Oh, yes. yes it's starting to get cool. extremely spooky, actually. So, um, yeah, just just a quick little PSA flowing from our previous episode is um, when we did that recording, that was before the lockdown was announced in Australia um, across all of the city cities and states. So, yeah, called it. And that eerie calling it is happening a lot over the last couple of days on a lot of things in my life. What the hell? I, cu- I couldn't believe it. Like, we, we finished recording, and I remember you saying, and people who listened to last week's episode saying, oh, you know, Zach, I don't know if you'll be able to drop off Ghost of Tsushima. I'm like, oh, what are you talking about? They've only, like, you know, started minor lockdowns here or there. And you go, yeah, no, that's 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 good. that's going to change, most likely. And then it was within, like, two hours of yeah. finishing the recording <laughs> that we got the, uh, the update that, yeah, the whole of Sydney <laughs> is in lockdown. Oh, far out. Bloody X-Men Days of Future Pastradamus. Yeah. Yeah, it's future, past, it's all the same at the moment. I'm losing my mind. I got to know, Lockie, what else did you, uh, what what else did you predict happening? Oh, I, I can't do say. I, do I not want to know? Okay. No, I, I can't say. Um, don't I can't don't say, tell me how I die, Lockie. I don't want to know. I, no, I can't. <laughs> I want to be surprised. I, I can't say, but in my professional life, I threw, I've thrown a couple of predictions and estimates out there and the estimates number wise turned out being dead on and the predictions turned out happening within a couple of days. Um, it's it, getting creepy. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> it was the COVID rates in Australia, wasn't it, Lockie? You predicted them down to the <laughs> down to the exact <laughs> number of infections. No, nothing nearly as important or meaningful as that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like really, like you know, really, really, just you know, very. It was like you, you ordered the coffee pods shit. the day they exactly the day how they many ran out, they rocked up <laughs> exactly how many Nescafe pods people will run through in the office by by ten. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, let's stop procrastinating and start moving this show along. Sam, you post some pretty awesome makeup and stuff like that on Instagram. Do you want to tell people briefly about that? Uh, um, yeah, I post makeup on... I don't even know how to explain it. I just do, like, different looks on Instagram. And Ooh. if you want to check it out, go check it out, I guess. Yeah, where can they find it? What's your uh, handle? Sam Jesse Thomas. Mm-mm. Sam, if you don't know how to spell Sam, I'd be very concerned. Um, <laughs> Jesse, I-E at the end, and Thomas as in Thomas. So, yeah. Mm. That's it. Did you just yeah. say Thomas? Thomas. Yes. <laughs> Thomas as in Thomas. That's wonderful. <laughs> um, it's the only way to remember how to spell that name correctly. Yeah. yeah. Or T. Thomas. <laughs> But then, (laughs) (laughs) to hummus. No, because then everyone will then spell it like hummus. It's not hummus. Don't spell it like hummus. Should I change it to hummus? No. Oh, love it. How about we get cracking with some gaming news, hey? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing in terms of games that have come out, so I'm really keen to hear about the news. <laughs> yeah, out. yeah, funnily enough, there's no games coming out, but there is news. This article comes out of Kotaku and is written by John Walker 
In a furious tirade on Twitter, independent games publisher Ian Garner of Neon Doctrine has unleashed his frustrations with trying to publish games on a major games console, one he says that isn't made by Microsoft. During the spleen venting, he suggests that getting prominent promotion for a game from the platform holder requires spending at least $25,000, according to financial figures that we've had verified by another source. If it's Sony he's talking about, that can reach as high as 200,000. So basically, this is Ian Garner speaking on Twitter. If Platform X doesn't like your game, there is no fanfare, no feature, no love. Now, he he's calling it Platform X, but like, you know, as, as it was implied before, it's very heavily implied that this is Sony. <laughs> Uh, after after stating that any attention or, at all requires, he jumps through hoops, suggesting that developers have no ability to manage their games. He goes on to detail how a game's presence is based on the platform holder's own evaluation of the product. How is the evaluation done? Dunno. They don't share that, nor will they share the the value they ascribe to any game. Garner claims that all games released on the store have to go have to go through an incredibly difficult compliance check spread over three generations of back-end software, then create a specific trailer for the, for the platform, write a blog for their site, and then submit multiple forms for social media, and that even getting assigned an account manager to help with this proves difficult. After alleging that even being able to launch with a discounted price requires the console owner's approval, and even then it is very limited, Garner goes on to make the most notable claim that all of this can be bypassed by paying a minimum of $25,000. This is a figure we've seen, we've had since verified by two different sources. That's 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 gamer companion money right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. From official paperwork we've seen, those fees can reach six figures for just a weekend's promotion. We're also told that Microsoft runs similar payment schemes for the Xbox Store. Of course, for big publishers, this is just another uh, another number on a multi-million dollar marketing spreadsheet, the cost of doing business. But for independent developers and publishers, working on total budgets, more likely in five figures or less, it's absolutely unaffordable. For so long as major platforms release both sorts of games on the same terms, having them directly compete against one another, Garner's will just be one of the thousands of frustrated stories of finding it impossible to get any attention at all. Platform X is letting down indies on a massive scale while using, a, a, while using them as a key part of their marketing. He told us, likely referencing the larger profile certain indie games were given at E3 earlier this year. The recent call I had showed that they had no regard for us, our opinions, or our livelihoods. What's worse is that it ensures that their customers get a worse deal and have less options. I don't understand the logic, but it seems to be bad for everyone, including them. Now, I know there was a lot in there, but the crux of the story is... Sony does not like indie games. <laughs> That's a bit of a bit of a stretch, but it, yeah, it just goes to show like they they've made it the process really, really like very like full of red tape and just not not an easy process to be able to, for indies to get their games out onto the platform. 
And to charge like $25,000 so that they can just be, you know, shown in the new and noteworthy or whatever on the PlayStation store, that oh. is so much money. That can be, for some indies, that can be their entire budget, you know, if it's just one person working on a game or something like that. That could be mm. all of it. And yeah, up to 200 grand, it's, it's, it's bloody insane. And, and a lot of other indie developers since this happened have come out and spoken out saying, yeah, we've had same, same sort of issues with Platform X. You know, all being very careful to sort of dance around saying Sony because they don't mm. want to burn all their bridges. Uh, but one of them basically released a pie chart showing where their... I can't remember the developer, but they showed a pie chart of where all their sales had come from. And predominantly, it was all Nintendo Switch mm. and then yep. heavily Microsoft and then sort of Steam and uh, Steam Next and then very small sliver is PlayStation. And I think... A lot to do with that is also, you know, Switch is just a great console to play indies on because it's a yeah. you know, handheld sort of console and it's, it doesn't need a, a ton of power to run them. But exactly. if you look through yeah. the, the eShop, they're, they're always prominently displaying all kinds of indies and also because they don't <laughs> really have a lot of other games. Yeah, they got fuck a lot of tri- Not a lot of AAA on there. But, oh. you know, the, these developers, even with the sheer amount of games that are going on there, they're not having to fight and pay massive sums of money just to be able to get their their fucking game shown and not buried in the avalanche of, of indie games that come out all the time. Oh, yeah, there's a lot there. Lucky, Lock, Mr. 2014, how are you feeling about Sony's treatment of indie studios? Um, I mean, I understand the reasoning behind um, if you want to stand, if from an advertising standpoint, whatever platform you're on, if you want to stand out from everyone else that is also on that platform and you want your product recognized, well, yeah, you're going to have to pay mint for it. So that's, that's the nature of how, um, that's the nature of any sort of advertising model. Whoever's the highest bidder gets, gets the top, top shelf and everyone else needs to, you know, work their shit out. And, you know, I, I agree. It sounds like it's more expensive for Sony. Um, they seem to not be particularly, um, uh, indie game positive in terms of how they work out their sales and they just want to make as much money as possible without very with very little care as to the overall profits that can be made from it which mm. is a shame but it also means that as you say um they'll indie developers will just go to switch um nintendo they'll just go to steam pc they have their platforms mm. they'll make their money um and that it's a shame that certain people that are just on Sony PlayStation may miss out on some really great titles, but mm. at the end of the day, you know, that's up to Sony and their policy. Um, yeah. yeah. That's all I can really say about it. It sounds like Sony's missing out on something, but um, it's probably not that big a deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I don't know. It just kind of sounds like developers are having a bit of a whinge. I'm sure they're making their money. The indies, but like if this was a triple A publisher being like, oh, you know, like Sony's charging me twenty five grand to put my my game on this, I'll be like, well, yeah, fuck you, triple A, <laughs> your budget's I, millions I and millions of dollars. But these, I know, but Zach, there's are... so many, there's there's so many indie games out there, and the yeah. shit that I see all the time on the Switch that they're trying, like they're trying to pedal just crap. It's it's not even, it's barely a game. Um, it's more so a model to trick children into buying it because it has an intriguing looking visual image and it has absolutely no substance to offer under it. So it's like, so are we talking about good indie games and good indie developers or are we talking about one of the 95% of shit out there? Yeah. 
I guess it all depends on the yeah, curation. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you, do you think Sony needs to make some changes in the way they treat indies, Sam? Yeah. I don't know. To me, this just screams like capitalism at its finest. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just they just want to make their money, so they're just mm-hmm. going to cut off the little guy. And mm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I How can people and, like, game developers grow if they're not even able to put their stuff out there? And, like, especially, like, we should be able to look at all game. I don't know if this is making any sense. No, it makes sense, yeah. yeah. Like, we need, like, a little bit of everything to be able to grow and create games to get better and if we're not mm. getting a little bit of everything then we're not we're not seeing the whole picture i don't know if that makes mm. sense but no no it does it makes absolute sense because when you like as soon as you put that twenty five thousand dollar, and that's the minimum they're saying the twenty five thousand dollar price mark on it you straight away cut out a whole yeah. bunch of indie studios a whole bunch of studios will just be like okay can't afford it, not going to be going on Sony, why would I bother, or whatever. Well, um, I mean, the question mark there, though, is that's about projections. So if they can project what the sales will be, if they invest that initial 25, they get a bank loan out, right? And they make yeah. the investment, because, yeah. you know, that's what banks are for. If you're confident that your investment will pay off going mm. ahead with it, then there's no issue. It's a done deal. If you're going to make more money than the initial investment, great. Grand. Pay the pay yeah. the entrance fee. It sounds like these indie developers that don't have confidence in their game sales are uncertain about paying that entrance fee, and that give, and that's what gives me pause. Because if you've mm. got a really fucking good title on your hands in the indie space, you will make money. Um, like mm. uh, like I there's there's so much good there's so many good indie games out there that are on the Switch and on the um uh on Steam, and they do make a mint. So. Once yeah. you so like trial it on those platforms, see what the sale is, and you can then make a decision as to whether or not you want to get more money out of those um, Sony people. Because to your point, um, to your point, Sam, it is all about capitalism, and capitalism goes both ways. These indie developers, yeah, they believe in their product and they and they want to get it. You know, they want to get people to enjoy it, but they also want to make as much money as they can from it as well. So everyone is in the spirit is in the same sort of goal of wanting to make money through this, and it's up yeah. to them to do the initial homework to see whether or not their investments are viable. Yeah, That's look, it, it's up to Sony. It, obviously, it's up to Sony at the end of the day. But like you know, I, I, I feel like indies are a, are an important part of any gaming platform. As no, you no, said, I'm saying this, that indies this. need to also these developers need to make up their mind whether or not the twenty five thousand dollar entrance fee to get their shit on the Sony platform is worth it for them. And if it is, through forecasting, because we can do that, because numbers and spreadsheets exist, then there's no issue. Look, they they don't have to pay that to get just onto the platform. That's if they want to get, like, featured or something like that. So to get on the platform, I don't know if they have to pay anything, to be honest. I'm not sure. Oh, well, Uh, even better. I I think one of of the issues is is with, with any of these sort of storefronts is curation. And Steam's had a big problem with it for a long time now. Like, there's just so many games coming out on Steam and there's not really a lot of... No, I don't know. Like, there's some games that are just straight up asset flips, and there's just no, no, no one seems to play them or check them at all to make sure that they're not just complete trash. Mm. Um, and then these indies also have to compete with all these stupid about numbers of games, sheer just shit to look through to even get found. Uh, and yeah, if you you know if you have a look, the two biggest platforms out of all those yeah. those ones there, Nintendo Switch, micro, uh, you know, Microsoft. Uh, Steam and PlayStation. The two biggest ones are Steam and PlayStation. 
and they were the smallest slices of the pie as far as indies go. So it could also yeah. just be a case of they're getting buried by the sheer number of games that are coming to these platforms. But I think that's also an issue that they need that they need to deal with. I, I, I'd like to see Sony have some kind of, you know, like just like a, a space on their store completely for indies where they don't have to pay a fortune to get featured and, you know, it's where a place where people go to find indies, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yeah, they can just have an indies tab and, and give you your top, top hundred ranked indie games. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree to that point And it's one of those things where that as a gamer myself, and this is what I like about steam is that it gives you ratings based on all of the feedback around it. So, I mean, you have that in most platforms now where you look at a game and you'll see what the customer feedback is and people give it a rating of what they think the game's worth and and Mm. all that jazz. Um, But in some platforms, for example, Android phones on Google Play stores, um, those stars I don't trust ever, and those reviews and feedbacks I'd never trust because most of them, they're like, this is the greatest thing ever, five out of five stars, and then you actually go into the app and it's a piece of shit. And it's like, really, five out of five? Um, Was this a robot that did this or an actual person? So, like, um, but whereas with Steam, I feel like you have more humanity actually reviewing those things. So, when I see a game has mixed reviews and I see the reviews and people go step by step why they think it's not a particularly good game, like, usually it's right. Usually when you see the overwhelming numbers and you see the right reviews really getting down into it, you're like, yeah, it it does have a bit of work before it can be considered a game that's worth its dollar value asking price. So I don't know. It's I'm a PC person, so I find that PC people are... <laughs> isn't that funny? I'm PC as in not um <laughs> not as in people. What is PC it? principle? That's it, as in PC principle. No, I'm talking about PC as in um computers. Computer people, I don't know. I just find they're, they're kind of better at reviewing and rating things that they seem to be able to self-manage better. <laughs> Whereas... Whereas you go onto other consoles and platforms, even on Metacritic, and when something, when a game is objectively a high quality game, but it's missing something that they're personally pissed off about, they'll still give it a zero. Whereas I find with PC games that people are a little bit more like, yeah, it's not quite my cup of tea, but it's still a really good game for these reasons. Eight out of ten, you know, yeah. <laughs> versus a zero. Be because. The majority of people that play PC games actually have to put a lot of money into buying an actual PC. Yeah. Whereas consoles, really, they're affordable. Anyone can get one. So you're That's true. So many ranges of different people who probably don't understand games, or and there there are people who understand games, but PCs, it's like majority of people who actually understand games are really passionate about it. That's true. And also, I think PC people, generally people that are on PCs, are usually a bit older as well. So maybe there's a maturity thing going yeah. on there. But yeah, it, it's interest. It's really interesting. Uh, app stores are just hot garbage, and they're yeah, yeah on PlayStation and Switch and that you you can't even rate the games anyway. No. <laughs> it's just oh, you gonna... can't rate it on PlayStation. Fuck no. no yeah. That's the, I think that's the big issue there because they don't have a rating system. They can't give you filters based on what the communities are saying are the best games in genres. So I would say where Sony yeah. really could you know, could improve. I would be mm. wanting to see them look at that side of things rather than... Well, my, my, Microsoft Store's the same, isn't it? Isn't Microsoft Store and Nintendo Switch eShop the same? I don't remember being able to rate games on the eShop. Yeah, so you're right. So Switch is shit like that as well. But Switch yeah. does give you um, sales. So you can see game ranking uh, rankings based on popularity and sales. 
and you can take so you can see the cream of the crop and you know what everyone wants that way but whether or not it's a good game is you know you'll need to look online and see what the scores are on metacritic or something but whereas steam it has its own built-in rating system and they yeah. can actually generate different lists and sections based on that. I think yeah, consoles, just with their shops in general, still have a long way to go. Like the PlayStation yeah. Store's better now on the PS5 than what it was on the PS4, but it's still, it's still shit. Like it'd be great to be able to leave reviews and stuff for games and star yeah. ratings and stuff like that. Ah, fucking I, I reckon, yeah, I think um, if I'm, I'm actually shocked to hear that they don't still have that at this point because everything mm. has ratings now. Yeah. businesses True. have ratings um like every, just literally everything you there's a rating system for it oh and if they had a rating system around when dead space 2 was released i would have given it a solid fucking 10 out of 10 because i love dead space 2 so much and there was a bit of dead space news last week but i didn't talk about it because it was it just it was nothing right it was basically two people in a podcast at the end of the podcast said oh, wait, there's something happening in July. And they said the word dead somewhere. And everyone freaked the fuck out. They oh, Dead Space. Dead Space EA is having an event in July. It must be about Dead Space. And, <laughs> Maybe yeah, with the potties. Just, was it a podcast like ours? Where is it, this two, two it, was, it was like Jeff, Jeff Grubb and someone else. So you're like ours, but way, way, way more popular and famous. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, basically... I don't know, like Joe Rogan sh- said dead on his podcast or something and everyone just... Started flipping out and going, oh! It was just, like, this weird thing. Everyone flipped out. And just through everyone flipping out, other people started being like, yeah, no, I've heard that's happening. And, like, you know, and it's all just eventually been corroborated. And, yes, <laughs> we're getting another Dead Space. We're getting, well, not exactly another Dead Space. We're getting a Dead Space remake. So, kind of a la, you know, Resident Evil 2 remake kind of a thing. It, apparently, that's where they're getting inspiration from for the Dead Space remake, but apparently it's going to be EA Motive who are working on it, which are the people behind Star Wars Squadrons, which came out last year, which we, you know, we reviewed on the, on the show. It's a fantastic game. If you want to fly around and shoot Star Wars ships, you, it's your <laughs> fucking no perfect game. Like, get, get amongst it. But yeah, so... I, we, I, I believe, we, I trust you, Zach, and I trust your memory, but I have no memory of this. <laughs> <laughs> it happened, it happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so July 22nd, there's going to be this EA event. So, fingers crossed, it hasn't been officially announced yet. Obviously, we're going to be hearing about a Dead Space remake. Oh, I'm I'm so excited for this. Sam, Dead Space, do you have any anticipation for this at all? I don't know what it is. Okay, I I should probably explain what Dead Space is. Yeah, I'm kind of in that bucket as well. I have no fucking clue what this game (laughs) is. Oh, well, Mr. 2014 should know, because this game was popular still back then. Well, not really, actually. The last Dead Space game was... Dead Space 3 back in 2013. It was sort of the no, worst No, I was too received. busy showing up for all the Brian Singer controversies that were to come <laughs> in the following years. I thought that was later on, like 2015. Yeah, I was, I was showing up. <laughs> like, I yeah, already you predict, knew there were You predicted problems. those as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Well, basically, Dead Space was a, is a, a horror action sci-fi series where basically the first game you're playing it oh, i forget the name of the main protagonist but he's like a mechanic that has sort of been thrown into this really fucked up situation where you have these necromorphs which are these sort of um uh human alien hybrids like the, it's like this sort of disease almost that takes over humans and deforms them and they become these vicious sort of aliens kind of a thing it's really 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 cool 
such such an at- atmospheric game. It was so much fun. I believe someone who worked on it was like an ex Resident Evil person. So it gives lots of uh, sort of Resident Evil Four vibes, I guess. You know, the over the shoulder camera stuff like that. But Dead Space Two, one of my favorite games of all time. I fucking love Dead Space Two. Uh, it, when I first bought my first console that I've ever bought myself that my parents didn't buy for me, it was a PlayStation 3 Slim, and mm. I bought my first telly. It was like a 1080p telly, which at that point was like the pinnacle. And I sat down and played Dead Space 2, and it was fucking thrilling from start to finish. I bloody love that game. And I never got to play Dead Space 1, so knowing that they're going to be making a remake of it... <laughs> I'm so fucking excited. I get to play the game I never got to play, and I get to mm. play it in hopefully the best possible way to play it. Oh, Dead Space, Lockie. I, I feel like you you enjoy Dead Space. The shooting in it's fucking fantastic, and the story is great, and the atmosphere is fantastic as well. It sounds good. Um, mm. I like I like creepy atmospheric space horror. Um, it was something that Halo did very well in its early sort of titles. Mm. Um, like the whole flood thing was creepy. You down to watch me shit my pants when this comes out? Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The first one was meant to be the scariest one. Like the second one was a bit more action based. So I Mm. probably will be shitting my pants. But yeah, I'm super excited for that. I'm glad to know it's not just a, a, you know, a rumor with not much legs to it. It seems to have been corroborated by a lot of people at this point, but... Speaking of rumours, we talked about a rumour for a sort of, you know, half-step Ghost of Tsushima game called Ghost of Ikishima. And I guess Sony heard that episode and went, nah, nah, that's not what it is. We've got to correct these news to reviews, fucking idiots. Yeah, Sony, Sony execs are listening to everything we do and they're just always course-correcting. They're like, yeah, no, these guys don't know what they're fucking saying. <laughs> And they're like, we're going to make them look like fools. No, it's not Ghost of Ikishima. It is Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, and it's coming August 20th to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. So basically, it's Ghost of Tsushima, but they're adding new content into it as well, too. There's now going to be the Island of Iki, which is, I'm guessing, where the Ikishima rumors got started um, uh, the island of Iki, which is go- going to feature new enemies new story new environments and new stuff to play around with and i'm so fucking excited why did they call that a director's cut why not just call it an expansion i, I don't know anyway <laughs> yeah it's a it's a weird thing so <sighs> all right so th- it's th- not a director's cut it's not a movie yeah, it's 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 a weird thing. Basically, the way they're doing it, I think it's like just a bit of an excuse to sort of re-release the game. I guess kind of like they should have just called it like complete cut. edition or like game of the year edition or something along those yeah. lines. I've never heard of a director's cut for a video game. Yeah, bizarre. Hey, games have directors, so they do. But I, guess. I, I know they do. But like, it's, I, I don't know. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. I it's hope an in this one. I hope in this one, when you see get to see uh, Jin going into the baths, I hope you can see his dick and balls hangling, <laughs> dangling down from behind hangling, his dangling. ass. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, it's worth the extra money yeah. for the director's <laughs> cut. <laughs> so basically, if you already own Ghost of Tsushima, you can upgrade to the director's cut. Uh, for just in America, I think it's gonna be like twenty bucks. But in Australia, I've I've had a look, and it's it's uh, gonna be thirty dollars. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you already own the game, it's like it's like a thirty dollar expansion basically. Um, and there, but the the thing about it is, if you want the PS5 version, <laughs> so of they're that, still calling it an expansion. 
in every yeah, movie. It's, yeah, but they're it's, titling it's, a, a director's well, cut. No, yeah, no, 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 no. When so you pay so that money, you're not purchasing the expansion. You're purchasing the upgrade to the director's cut. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! It's all god. about the it's all about the wording, Lockie. I know, but so, there, there there was a perfectly good language. They just decided to make mm. their own. So just to keep keep <laughs> things nice and confusing, you can also just buy the entire director's cut for eight between eighty and a hundred dollars in Australia, or you can buy the PS Five version. For a hundred to hundred and fifteen dollars in Australia, but if you already own the PS4 version, you do not get the PS5 upgrade for free. You have to pay money. So after you pay your twenty nine so ninety nine for the upgrade to the director's cut, you have to pay an extra. It's going to be in America it was ten dollars. So they haven't released the Australian price, but my guess it would be like around twelve to fifteen dollars. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, it's, it, you're going to have to pay again to upgrade to the PS5 version, which you're only really paying to get like haptic feedback and adaptive triggers and it to look a bit prettier. So it, it feels a little bit gross. Um, and then, yeah, you can also do just an upgrade from the PS4 four version straight to the PS5 director's cut. And that guessing is probably going to be in America, apparently it's going to cost 30. So in Australia, it's probably going to be like between 40 and $50. So, look, I don't mind paying for the new content. That's awesome. The only mm. thing that feels a little bit weird is having to pay to upgrade to the PS5 version of the game. So far, from games <laughs> yeah, I've played... Yeah, that's pl- pretty fucking greedy. Yeah, so, so far from games I've played, I've never really felt like... I've, you know, I've played the PS4 and PS5 version of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I did it for Watch Dogs Legion. Um, and Miles Morales, I got PS5 out of the box, but I've, I've played a bunch of the two separate versions and there's not been a single time when I've played the PS5 version and thought, you know, this, you know, this would be worth paying for. It's, it's always been like, oh, it's nice that they've given it to me, but you know, meh, it's not really that much more. So I hope they're going to be doing more than what the standard game does to justify that extra money that you're spending, but yeah. No, nah, they won't. They won't. So uh, I'm I'm reading through all your. You're right. All you're getting are uh, that that fucking haptic feedback that you know Sony's been gushing about for the last three years, and mm. adaptive triggers awesome. No, so th- yeah, it, they're just utilizing the the system's hardware, so you can play mm. it on 4K and it has faster loading times. That's exactly the same as me playing the same game on a PC. That's you know that were the PC came out in like ten years ago. And then me firing up the same game on a t- on a PC on a solid state drive now. One will yep. be faster than the other. That has nothing to do with the developer and the effort and work that they're putting into the base game title. That's just leveraging off the current technology and hardware. So why would they be asking for an increased price in it? They're not offering anything. That's already been provided in the base in the base thing that you paid for for the console. Yeah. That's fucked. That's just greed. Yep, pure and yep. simple. It's, it's funny. The more you talk about it, the worse it feels. But hey, like Sam, I know you've only you've played like only a small amount of Ghost of Tsushima. I think, like, would yes. would you be down to pay the thirty to upgrade to the director's cut? Oh, I've got to finish the actual game first. <laughs> no, fair enough. Look, look. All in all. Uh, not happy with what Sony's doing here for charging that extra, you know, 15 bucks or whatever just to get yeah. the PS5 version. But I'm down for some more Ghost of Tsushima. I fucking love Ghost of Tsushima. It's fucking awesome. So more of it. Yeah. And that's why they're doing it, because they yep. know that you'll fucking pay, bitch. 
Hook yep. it straight into my veins. <laughs> they know, oh, they know yeah. you'll fork it up, so that's why they're doing it. But what they're doing is definitely not right. They haven't added any value or change to it. You've already paid for the new console. If they're giving you the exact same game, they should not be charging you any additional money. Yes, they can charge you money for an expansion and DLC that mm. builds on it. Great. Yep. No worries. But what they're doing is they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. And they'll succeed. Yeah. It's just grim. I don't like it. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm sold. I'll be paying for the PS5 yep. upgrade to the director's cut 100%. I know. I, I know, know you like, will. And it's like, just... I'm a sucker. I know. It's yeah. just sad. Anyway, oh, Sam, do you, do, do you find that a bit gross, Sam? Yeah, I do. I feel like if you buy the director's cut on a PlayStation 5, you should just get the upgrade anyways. On a PS4, yeah. 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 No, it doesn't yeah. make... And it's it's weird because they already offered that with other games in the past yeah. too. Like Miles Morales, if you had the PS4, you could upgrade mm-hmm. to the PS5 version yeah. for free. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. Oh, anyway. Gross. Anyway, well, good. Um, So Sony being gross, what else is new? <laughs> do you know who Dan Hauser is, Lockie? Uh, I think I've heard the name before. He's like the Microsoft guy, right? Nope. Ex-Rockstar. Uh, He's uh, one of the founders. Oh, no, of, I'm thinking of, of Doogie Hauser. <laughs> sure. <laughs> he's, uh, uh, he's started a new game studio, uh, Absurd Ventures in Game. So one of the Hauser brothers who, you know, f- founded Rockstar and all that is going to be starting a new studio. So could be making some more games. Watch that space. He, they, Rockstar made some of the best games ever. We'll have to wait and see. I guess. Um, sorry, what 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 other Rockstar has um, bridged that gap into um, the video game industry that succeeded? What? Sorry, he's a rock star. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. I'm, I can't follow any of this. It's fucking crazy. What he's- is language anymore? I just feel like I've just. I don't know. I've been. I've missed out on language changes Rockstar in the last ten years. Rockstar made Red Dead. Rockstar. Games. Oh, the company Rockstar. I thought. Yeah. You, I thought you meant a ma- a Rockstar called Doogie Howser, no. who was <laughs> was deciding to use his millions that he made in in amazing music that was adored and absorbed all over the world, and is trying to make his first foray into video gaming. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So it's just Rockstar doing another game. No, well, yeah, a guy okay, from Rockstar cool. has left. He's making another <laughs> studio, and hopefully, at some stage, he'll okay. start making some games. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I love Rockstar games. Hopefully, unfortunately, what I thought it was was much more exciting and whimsical. So, I, <laughs> so unfortunately, you're right. It is exciting news, but because I, I had in my mind something way better, it's now been deflated. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I'm not interested until I know that the guy from Coldplay. <laughs> Yes, is making a game. Oh. <laughs> uh, people need to try and move into transition into different industries. It's just fun seeing what happens. <laughs> you know what's fun? I had fun talking about that Kojima game conspiracy last week with uh, Anthony from What Do You Think About This? But unfortunately, it seems like those hopes may be dashed that there's going to be a Kojima. Silent Hill game coming, like a stealth Kojima Silent Hill game, because apparently Konami have announced that they're working with Bluber team, so the team behind Layers of Fear, which is the horror, the horror game I know you're familiar with, Lockie. That's right, creepy paintings, yes. That's right. They're working with Konami to partner yep. on new and existing IP. Now, a lot of people compared the medium, uh, their recent game by Bluber team, to Silent Hill. It was very heavily inspired by Silent Hill. You sort of walk you around the, this, these areas with some fixed camera angles and stuff like that. So 
The speculation is, and I think it's very, very, very likely, Bloober Team could be working on a Silent Hill game. Who bloody knows? But, yeah. It most likely means that Kojima's not making a Silent Hill game, if that's the case. <laughs> so, I wonder what Kojima's going to be doing instead. I've, I hope oh, he's reconnecting with his family. He's, I've heard apparently, um, and this is just rumours, I, I can't even remember the podcast I was listening to now, but apparently he's... Uh, going to be, he's, he's been in talks to do something with Microsoft uh, based on their uh, cloud gaming platform or something like that. So who fucking knows? Yeah, so I'd, I'd be it'd be weird to see him working with Microsoft because yeah, they've, they've he's always been heavily involved with PlayStation basically. But yeah, I'd be very curious to to see what what would come out of that for sure. Do you, yeah, it sounds like like. Uh... Are you saying in terms of he might be involved in, a, in an exclusive game that might be used on the cloud mm-hmm. platform to, to drum up business? Or he's just making a career pivot and he's going into cloud platform, uh, platform systems integration? I, I don't know if it will be exclusive. There's not, there's not much information on it right now, but I, the thing I heard was he's in talks with Microsoft to make a game for them. And yeah, it's going to be something to do with xCloud. If it's to do with xCloud, then very likely it would be exclusive, I'd say. But I, I, I honestly do not know. Um, yeah, new Silent Hill game, possibly. <laughs> I don't know, Sam. I think maybe Silent Hill's a bit <laughs> before your time. I imagine you probably didn't play that one growing up. No. I think you would have been. It came out. It. I think Silent Hill came out in like '97. So before I was born, <laughs> before I was even a oh, oh my a goodness, fetus. don't tell me that it makes me feel old. <laughs> Look, I never played it either. I could have, yeah, I never I could, played I, it either. I, I couldn't. So, care. Yeah, we're not we're not a good group here to talk to mm. you know advocate for the Silent Hill franchise. Yeah, but you know what I can advocate for. Sony buying Housemark, Housemark Studios. They made Resogun, the recent Returnal which is a fantastic game but needs fucking save files so I can actually finish it. <laughs> All right, but but regardless of the yeah, the bizarre choice to not have save states in your game. Um is They're the great. game's good? <laughs> it was it played fantastic and I was really intrigued by it. And I did have a lot of fun with my time with it. I was just got really frustrated with losing <laughs> my progress due yeah. to crashes especially when there's no fucking save files. So, yeah, I'm going to come back to Returnal. I'm going to Returnal, to Returnal. It's just a matter of time. As soon as they put their save save files in there, I'm going to do it. But Sony, yeah, they've bought Housemark now. They own them. They're buying some more studios, and I've heard maybe they're in talks to buy Bluepoint Studios, the one who remade uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. I don't know what else they've worked on recently. Um, and they, they bought another studio, and I'm forgetting the name of it. I didn't put it in the doc, but apparently it's a studio that does PC ports. So we could be seeing more Sony games coming to PC as well, too. Sony, I guess this is Sony's version of firing back at Microsoft, trying to buy up a few studios. But yeah, they just mm. don't have the kind of capital oh, shit, that Microsoft has. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed what you were doing then. Sorry, so you're, you're in the yeah, clear, Lucky. Uh, picking your nose or something. That, yeah. Let's, let's say it's <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying on a podcast. Are you kidding me? Uh, I don't know. Does this this interests you at all, Sam? Sony buying Housemark? Uh, sure. <laughs> I liked these stories this week. I feel like you, you guys did weren't, weren't entertained by these at all. Hopefully Sam, where have audience. you been my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> I hope our audience is at the very least entertained by this stuff. I found it 
interesting if I might say so myself. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, mildly, I guess. <sighs> yeah. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Anytime, anytime. Thanks for your pity, pity compliment. Anytime, that's what I'm here for. I know. Look, it's not your fault, Zach. It's been a slow week. Um, that's all. That's yeah, all. it's true. Oh, and speaking of slow weeks, it's time for the games that were released in the last week. Yes, believe it or not, games have come out. But it's just shit that I'm not going to play. So oh. we had Zombies Ate My Neighbors and Ghoul Patrol. <laughs> Coming to PS4, Xbox, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Sounds really, really quality title there. Oh, yeah. Sky, Children of the Light, came to Nintendo Switch. Now, I think, I think, I think that was the one by the Journey developers that came to mobile, and now they've ported it to Switch, but I could be wrong with that. But I love Journey, but I haven't heard quite as good of things uh, for the mobile game that they brought out. Apparently, it's very... It's one of those free-to-play, microtransaction-heavy games. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Disgaea 6, Defiance of Destiny, came to Nintendo Switch. Curved Space, so it's different to uh, Straight Space, came to PS5, Xbox (laughs) X, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Nintendo Switch. Got straight space. It sounds like some kind of like neoconservative fucking right wing. Yeah, I thought you were making a joke. (laughs) There's a game called Straight Space. The game is called Curved Space, and I checked it out. It's just a fucking arcade fucking shooter thing. It looks, it looks boring. I was so desperate for shit to play. I was like, (laughs) what's this? And I was, I couldn't give two fucks. And uh, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus comes to all platforms basically so it's just the complete of complete version of doki doki literature club um i don't know why i'd want to play it on console like a big part of that game is about playing it on pc um i don't know if you're familiar with doki doki literature club Lockie. have you heard of that one um i think i heard of it through an episode of game theory but i never played it it's like an anime it's like a meta narrative one where it kind of Throws a few curveballs at you under Tail Star, yeah, yeah. I do, yeah, I, yeah. May I was going to suggest you play it, but I guess if you already know that, then it probably yeah. yeah I know, it, I know. That it guy sort of makes itself look like me. a regular anime vis- Japanese visual novel, basically. But um, yeah, throws a some curved space at you. That's for sure. Um, yeah, I I saw. I was curious about it based mm. on the the meta stuff, but. At its core, it still looks like a boring as fuck game. Yeah. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't playing no fucking visual novel, that's for sure. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, visual novel, and especially when it's usually, when it's um, featured or, or centered around high school girls in mm. sexually provocative clothing, which is quite popular in Japanese culture, I don't really get too much out of it. Totally with you there. Oh, and I was correct. Sky Children of the Light, that is a... It's by that game company, which are the developers of Journey. So, I don't know. Maybe if it's free on Switch, it might be worth checking out. But if not, I wouldn't I wouldn't pay from it from what I have heard. But hey, that's it for the games that were released in the last week. See what I mean? Like, there is games being released. I don't want to fucking play any of those. 
Like, why do I care about any of those? I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's it's just it's just one of those times. It's it's fucking dead. I yeah. think the next game that's coming out that I'm looking forward to. Uh, oh god, maybe some people will be interested in Monster Hunter stories. Eh, couldn't care. There's the Skyward Sword remake coming yeah, out at the, like towards the end of July, July yeah, 6th, sorry, the... mid July, July 16th. I'm I'm holding out for that one. Yeah, I'm holding out for that one. I look, I this is no secret. I fucking love Zelda games, and I will I will absorb Zelda in all of its forms, even if it's a weaker game or what have you. But I think yeah. Skyward Sword is Skyward Sword is one of those games that I never picked up on the um, Wii, so I haven't played it. Um, I like properly. I I played maybe um, an half an hour's worth at a friend's house. Mm. And something that pissed me off at the time, and this was purely uh, purely a technological limitation, is that the game looked like dog shit on HD TV screens. Mm. Because at that time, it was it, you were in that in between period where you had the Wii console, and they and also you had HD TVs come out at the same time. So all the games that were made on the console actually looked better on a standard definition con- um, composition layout and they looked really blurry and weird on hd and that was one of the worst looking games in my opinion for that so i just couldn't Mm. get behind it i was like this uh, i have a headache staring at this bloom and cataract situation um i'll wait for the remake and um a thousand years later i got my wish so i'm very excited (laughs) hey bloody oath man i'm happy for you Fucking a, and and also <laughs> like I, I just can't I, I don't really it. want to play it. <laughs> I can't believe it. My patience paid off. I never needed to buy the base title. I was like, yeah, this this is shit. It won't do it justice. I'll just wait for when they remake it. That's it, man. You, you, exactly, man. You 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 hold out, and Nintendo will look after you. Everyone. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> isn't it remarkable? It might take fifteen years for them to give you what you want, but <laughs> exactly, you just need to live long enough to get to that point, and that's the challenge. Yep. <laughs> Nintendo reward you for surviving. <laughs> yep. That's what they do. Oh, well, they do. That's oh, the incentive. Shit. Love it. How about we take a quick break? And then we jump back on in with the games that we've been playing. Sam, you are our guest. What have you been playing this week, my friend? I have been playing Minecraft. Oh. You, sir. Oh. Oh. With who? Me? You. Playing Minecraft? Remember. Me play Minecraft? Yes. No, it is it has been so good. Minecraft, everyone knows it. Mojang Studios, you're a blocky, pixely fucking thing and you're mining and you're crafting. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, everyone loves it's Legos. Fun. Kids love Legos. We have cats <laughs> and we have animals. We have a farm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's so much fun. <laughs> no, I, I gotta say, like, um, <laughs> Minecraft. I tried years and years ago. I bought it on PS4. Ah, oh God, like 2014. I think it's because I was the PS4 was still new, and I was desperate for stuff to play on there. And I was like, oh, hmm. I'll give it a try. And I remember getting obsessed with it for a little while. But like with any survival game, I'm eventually I was just like, okay, I just you know I need purpose. You know, <laughs> I'm already I'm already lacking purpose in my life. <laughs> oh my, I need yeah, I know. Tell me video. about it. <laughs> so yeah, like I just I got over it. But then 
uh, getting to play it with, with, with you, Sam, and getting to play a bit with Hunter as well, too. If you've got friends to play Minecraft with, fuck, it is so much more fun. Yeah. Have you been enjoying your time playing it, Sam? Oh, heck yeah. It's been so much fun. And we've gone exploring and we've found, like, all these villages. And I found a shit ton of sandstone yesterday, so I'm starting to make some sandstone shit. I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about Minecraft. It's one of those games where... I guess, like, even in survival mode, it's not really, like... It's not it's, hard. It's not very hard. Like, as long as no. you're not a complete idiot, you're not going to fucking die all the time. So, but. I don't know. I've been just having fun. I've been... I've basically been playing Farmville in Minecraft. I've been... Yeah. Got my little wheat farm, because oh you've got to use wheat to to uh, uh, tame cows. And so, I've, I've basically, yeah, like, I've tamed cows now. I've, I've, I've tamed pigs. Can I've I leave? Can I, and I've tamed... Like, no. I don't think this podcast no. is for... Why, do I ha- why are you subjecting <laughs> me to this? You know I can't stand these games. I'm sorry. So I, I understand they're your truth and you love them and that's great and I love that for that's you. But nice. why do I need to be subjected to this? It's just cruel. And also, because <laughs> it's like the only game that I'm better at Zach at than he is. <laughs> and it's fucking fabulous him asking me all these questions of how do I make this? And I'm like, hey, like this, this is how you do it. <laughs> No, I love it. I, th- I think, look, I-, I understand where you're coming from. Like, Animal Crossing, I don't blame you at all there. But th- there's a lot more going on in Minecraft than what there is in Animal Crossing. You can do mm. a fucking lot in Minecraft. You, you know, actually, like, in Animal Crossing, you can pick where your house goes and you can sort of change the colours of it. But, you know, in Minecraft, you're literally limited only by your imagination, which, you know, mind you, my imagination's fucking terrible. <laughs> That's luckily- why I build stuff. Sam's very creative, and she's <laughs> ah. great with that. God, she built some lovely houses, and yeah, fucking, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's a it's a great game to play with friends. Uh, with friends, that's for sure. I think that's what I'm doing wrong. Yeah, maybe you should come play Minecraft with us. Oh yeah, that's crossplay, Lucky. I, I appreciate it, but I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. You can't like, diss it I, before you try it, mate. No, I've tried it, and I know <laughs> what's on the table. And yeah. as much as I love the company, I think there are better games out there that we could play on a social level. That's fair. Mm. No, that, yeah, totally fair. I think I'm enjoying yeah, like, Minecraft. Like, let's get, be- do do an Among Us session. God, that was fucking great. That other one. Yeah, He's Among fun. Us. Yeah, right. Among Us is fantastic. It's a, it's a very different thing. Like Minecraft is more something. You what play does that say about me that I like games? The the only games I play with friends are games that pit us against each other and and yeah. don't trust each other and lie ba- based on deception and yeah. <laughs> and intrigue. I think that I says it. something more about me than just Minecraft <laughs> itself. To be honest. Um, it's it's a very different like, Among Us. I find I I love Among Us, but. You know, I'm, I'm someone who gets social anxiety, so I find the whole thing, as fun as it is, I find it very tense. Like, the entire time I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, like, it, it's it's an intense game. I don't find oh, it relaxing to play. Oh, that's a great part of it. I, yeah, I, I know it's all part of it, but I just don't find it relaxing to play at all. Whereas Minecraft, it is relaxing as fuck. Yeah. You got that ambient mm. music going, um, the you're just banging away there with your pickaxe, you find some gold and you go, ooh, gold. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fucking great. I like it's so it's simple, 
but it's so relaxing and fun and I fucking love it. It's 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 cool. It's cool. I'm looking forward to playing some more Minecraft with you, Sam, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully Hunter can play some with us, but fuck, we were having trouble Oh yeah, he probably could yeah, he's going to the footy. We've been having some trouble getting the crossplay to work with Hunter. Apparently it's a pretty common issue for people trying to play crossplay from a PlayStation when other people are playing on other platforms. And it keeps saying that his account is linked to another Microsoft account when it isn't. And it's there's it's so hard to resolve the issue. It seems like the only way to fix it is to make a new PSN, buy the game again, buy a PS Plus again so you can play the game online, and then fucking uh, uh, make a new Microsoft account as well too. So, and also, if yeah. he buys a PS5, if he purchased it on PS4, he'll now have to pay an additional $10 for all the hard work and upgrades they did to it, even though you're already paying for that in the machine. Hey, if they release a PS5 version of Minecraft... I know where this is going, Sony. I know your game. I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> I know, yep. Yep, and they'll I'll make a shit ton the, of money, the and upgrade. that's and that's exactly why they'll do it. God damn it! I hate, I hate how businesses work. I've seen those videos of, on YouTube of ray tracing in Minecraft, and it looks fantastic. Okay, oh, really what is? <laughs> the way the, the the light bounces off those uh, pixelated. That game blocks. is such an ugly looking game. I still don't understand the appeal. You should see it my is. house. And it's fucking beautiful, mate. Yeah, I'm sure it's beautiful to you. Uh, I, I, I gotta say, I think it's one of the. It's a bit of an acquired taste. Like I, I love the look of Minecraft, but yeah, like there's certain things. Like I'm right now, I'm wearing chain armor because when I logged back in for some reason, I lost all my shit when I hadn't played for a week, which that was fun. Uh, luckily, we, you know, Minecraft you can get your stuff back pretty quickly if you're already progressed through the game. But yeah, chainmail armor looks fucking terrible. It's just like dots. All over your character, basically, yeah. because you know it's so pixelated. How are you going to show chainmail? So it looks fucking shocking. It looks like you're wearing like a grey mesh top over the top of your shirt. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Minecraft, Sam, you've played a lot more than I have. Mm. You haven't like you know defeated the Ender Dragon or done no, that kind of stuff. I've tried many times when I was younger. Really? So I've been playing Minecraft since I was like a kid. That's probably the only game I played when I could because my brothers never allowed me to use their consoles so i had a laptop oh, so i had hey, minecraft hold up. why aren't they letting you use your use their consoles because they were assholes <laughs> why didn't you talk to your parents because my parents didn't give a shit what this is getting deep oh, that's that's not getting right. <laughs> um no so i had a laptop yeah and i would play minecraft it was an illegal version i'm not gonna say that <laughs> oh, oh it wasn't oh my a, goodness I, I bought it an Australian <laughs> committing piracy? <gasps> I bought Minecraft. It's alright. Lockie oh, and I okay. both watch Game of Thrones. We 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 know what's we know what's up. Uh, okay. Like, um, yeah, no, anyways. our entire con- our entire country, our nation was based on stealing a country from another people. We're kind of <laughs> true that. Like, well, I now own two versions of Minecraft. I own Java Edition, which you can't play with anyone. Because it's the Java edition, it's like the original edition, which is the one I bought when I was a kid, and then mm. I had to buy it again so I could play with friends, which is the Bedrock edition, which is like on the uh, it's Flintstones is, yeah. edition. Yeah. Anyways, yep. so I've been playing it for years, and I like there's so much more to it now, and it was crazy coming back to it because there's like dolphins and there's cats and there's like 
there was always um, oh, the ocelots, but now there's actual yeah. cats, mm. which are like different colors and really cute and you can tame them. And there's so much more to it now. It's insane. And I still like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I kind of know what I'm doing. So it's really fun. Like it's, it's annoying having to, every time it's like, oh, a cat, we got, I want to tame it. How do we do it? Oh, okay. I got to Google it. Like I literally mm. haven't, have, I've been, had my phone next to me the whole time so I can Google shit. Mm. Uh, which is a little bit annoying, you know. It doesn't really feel like you play the you buy your book. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need the yeah. That's it. I need the in- Minecraft encyclopedia, whatever it is, or the Minecraft game guide. But like, yeah, taming cats is so much fun. Like, you got to mm. approach them slowly. You got to let them come to you, and then you feed them fish, and then they all the love hearts pop off, and they're like, oh, this is a cat. And doggos, I got a doggo. And it was fucking killed by a zombie and it was so yeah. sad. It was really sad. I, um, but yeah. I do have to say though, playing it now is a lot easier than playing it back in the day mm. because they actually tell you when you open up the crafting table how to make things. Back in the day, you had to remember how to make it. Oh, shit. That yeah. Would so like I would have things written down on how to make things mm. because otherwise I'd just forget. Yeah. But I used to build like mm. roller coasters and stuff and I'm so excited to build a roller coaster, but I need a shit ton more redstone yeah, shit. and other stuff before I can make a roller coaster again. Oh, damn. Yeah, I want to make yeah. like a, I want to like, you know, make a mine cart that goes to the mine and then back to the, yeah. yeah. Oh, so. Well, I, I found a big mine, so I've stolen a lot of mine carts and stuff now. Yeah. And I do want to go and try and kill that ender, ender dragon eventually. I'm we'll sure. But yeah, between the two of us, we can do it. We'll Hopefully Hunter can figure out his fucking account. So yeah. <laughs> so he can play with us again <laughs> as well too. We well, do s- have an ender port. Shots have been fired, Hunter. Damn. Yeah, yeah, fuck. Poor Hunter. Well, it's not really, it's not his fault, to be honest. But Hunter, sort it out. <laughs> Play <laughs> Minecraft out, with us. Um, fucking be Hunter, not Hunter. Um, Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, you've played a lot of this game. You've played a lot of Minecraft. Do you have a review score oh, for us? Fucking oath. Minecraft? Like, I don't think anything's ever perfect, so I'd give it a 9 out of 10. Okay, damn. Like, I love Minecraft. It's just a good game. Hmm. Like, and yeah, it can get boring when you're playing alone sometimes, but playing with other people, like, it's so much fun because you just bounce off one another and your ideas and it's just endless. It's great. Yeah. The absolute fucking bomb. I agree. Lockie, anything you want to talk about this week at all? Um, yeah, I'll attach my review score on Minecraft. I think it's a dud of a game, but I understand people like it. Two out of ten. <laughs> All right. You just haven't seen it with ray tracing, Lockie, that's what. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's what it's got to be, right? Like, I mean, I don't play Legos. Why am I interested in Minecraft? I, I liked Absolutely. Legos when I was young, really young. Yeah, well, have you ever trod on one? It hurts. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... <laughs> hey, I dropped out. He's gone. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, well, um, this is me having dropped out. Uh, my phone is completely dead, so all communication with Zach and Sam has ended. So I guess I'm just going to need to give Zach a recording that he can splice back in. Thank you all for listening again. Apologise on ragging on Minecraft. I know it is a beloved game for many people out there and I just do not get it and that's on me. So again, I don't wish to cause harm in the world. 
Love what you love. Just don't drag me into it. Thank you. All right. Well, we've just lost Lockie because his battery went dead on his phone. Um, but hey, I don't know. We've gone for a while. We can probably leave it there this week anyway. All I've been doing is platinuming games right now. So I have a platin- platinumed a few. And fuck it. We'll, just <laughs> we'll talk about that next week. Um, yeah. That's it for impressions this week. <laughs> If you want to tell us what you thought about this episode of News to Reviews, you can send your feedback to news to reviews podcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all these socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Twitter handle is the best place to keep track of everything we are doing. Our Twitter handle is at News to Reviews, and that's with a number two instead of the word two. And Sam, where can everyone find your Instagram again? What was your Instagram handle? Sam Jesse Thomas. That's right. Check it the fuck out to see some awesome makeup. Very creative and artistic, and it's all completely beyond me, all that stuff. And green hair, because I dyed my hair again. It's <laughs> green, and it wasn't meant to be green. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Hey, Lockie's not here, so do you want to have the final word? Do you want to, any I wisdom? do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I like it. The final word was a burp. That's, that's, that's... Well, it's not anymore. We've just talked. <laughs> Everyone out there, please take care of yourselves and take care of one another. Well, we'll be talking Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> oh. oh, just, yeah, just more kitty bullshit. Great. It's not. It's fun. Yeah, I know. It's fun. It's Legos. Legos are fun. I get it. Uh, I know. I'm so excited. I know. It's popular and kids love Legos and that's why it's please, made millions. Please, it. please keep this level of cynicism and anger <laughs> yeah, until Oh, we get I will. Back, Don't you gonna, worry. It's going to be great. <laughs> Don't... Don't you worry, I got you covered. Alright, see you in a bit.